Hello everyone and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinions, so I hope that you all enjoy the show. So sit back, turn it up, and stay sunny. Hello, everyone. What is up? It is your girl, Brie, and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And this is yet another episode of the Sunflower Chronicles. What is up, guys? I am so glad to um, be talking to you guys this week. I don't know why I'm talking in a weird accent. Anyway, um, so last week I had to take a little bit of a break um, just because, you know, the creative juices were kind of just a little dry. Um, I think at that point everybody had just been going through so much <laughs> from, like, the past few weeks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a break and everybody else a break just to breathe, just to breathe, get relaxed, you you know, or whatever. So yeah, that's what I did. Um, but aside from that, let's, uh, get into get social. Cause I know that's what you guys want to do. You guys want to socialize with me. Okay. So there are some new advancements in the world of technology, especially in the world of social media. So let's talk about it. So the first thing is, <clears throat> as we all know, Snapchat got stories. Then Instagram got stories. And then Facebook got stories. So the natural progression is Twitter got stories. But they're called Twitter fleets, which I do love the marketing. I do love that they just didn't stick with the thing of like Twitter stories. They like branded it and made it their own, which is really cool. But... Um, there are some glitches, like, this is, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the beta model that they put out, or, like, the model after beta, I don't know, but, yeah, so, I think it's cute, I think that whenever, you know, they say stories are gonna work out, people are, like, I mean, well, I would, I wouldn't say for every social media, but, like, you know, a lot of my friends, like, we really don't use um, Facebook that much. So Facebook stories, like, if anything posts on Facebook stories, that's because your Instagram is linked to your Facebook. Um, so, yeah. But uh, other than that, um, I've seen the few people saying, oh, I'm going to leave Instagram Instagram stories and go to Twitter and things like that. But honestly, I don't think anybody will realistically. Um, I do think each app serves their purpose. Um, I think that Twitter is more of an instantaneous, like you can share what is on your mind at the moment. Um, and Twitter is very, I like Twitter. I think it's one of my top social media apps, Twitter, um, I would say it goes to Twitter, then Instagram, then TikTok, then Facebook. Um, and the only reason I put TikTok in there because I I do post. You guys should follow me on TikTok. I just started making more TikToks. Um, but hold up. I'm trying to do this so it doesn't play. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but my TikTok name is BrieAsh98. Um, so you guys should check it out. Um, I tried to change it, but nothing... I mean, all the ones that I wanted to do were taken, so, yeah, but 
follow me on TikTok. I talk a lot about PCOS on there, talk about my podcast. I show you guys Target hauls. There's some videos of me singing and a TikTok of some of my friends. So, yeah, please follow me on TikTok if you would like. Uh, so, yeah, but what was I going to say? Um, but I do love the fact that Twitter did tweets, or not tweets, but fleets, um, just because, you know, you can, you know, just put, like, just put out an instant idea and things like that, and so the only thing is, is, like, when people post pictures, I think people like the instant gratification of Instagram, um, whether that be a picture, you know, of you looking bombdiggity.com or you and your natural beauty, um, like, I think Instagram does serve more of a purpose, but I do like the fact of, like, you can tweet something and then you can have a fleet for it, so if you do feel like you need to, um, I don't think audiate if you feel like you need to speak more on your tweet that you tweeted, I think that's what fleets serves a purpose for. But I am excited. Um, a lot of the people that I follow on Twitter are already cutting up on Twitter fleets, which is very funny. Um, but I will say if Twitter gets a close friends like Instagram has, sheesh. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say is sheesh. Uh, so yes. And then also on the, on the same lines of social media updates and things like that, um, Instagram updated and Instagram didn't update as far as like adding anything new, but, um, it, uh, yes, mother, I'm still recording. My mom texted me. Y'all. And I'm recording in my closet because I finally have a closet. I'll talk about that after social media. Um, but the Instagram updated in the way that their interface looks different. So as far as like adding, let me open Instagram so I can actually make sure I'm telling y'all the right information. Um, so like on the bottom, I can't, gosh. So also, if I take really long pauses, that's because my mother is texting me. Um, So my, so on Instagram, instead of having the plus sign in the middle of the five icons on the bottom, it has moved. Oh, Instagram did add something new. I'm sorry. Um, And the heart is on the top. So the plus sign and the heart are on the top right hand corner and then also messages hasn't really changed as well um and then your profile still stayed the same in the home button in the search so the only thing that got moved were where you can add content to your person like to your page and how you see who liked it and what other people are liking and things like that but the thing they did add um was a shopping tab so i thought that was pretty cool um instagram reels uh i mean people just repost their TikToks and things there. So I don't, I honestly think that like that was the one thing that is social media, like you didn't need to add because people already had to adjust of like TikTok kind of like coming over and like being not being the new vine, but like taking over vine vines position in the social media universe. But yeah. So, but a lot of people have talked about, um, you know, social media and being 
just different things like that. And a lot of people have talked about like the social dilemma, which is a documentary on Netflix that talks about social media and how it plays into how we live and different things like that. And a lot of the things with social media, um, I'm not saying you could get it from like, I mean, it is pretty much from a psychological standpoint. Um, I do think some of the points I have not personally watched it. And the thing is, is like with documentaries like that, um, I'm very hesitant to watch it because my, um, I do get anxious when I watch certain things like that. And not that it's like a bad anxiety. It's just too much for my body to process in the moment. Um, so yes, but I do, I have read things about the social dilemma. It does stress me out a little bit. And the thing is, is people still watch it and people will still use social media. But I think it's the way I feel that the purpose of the social dilemma is the way that people should view social media. And like, we literally like live on social media. And so I try to be more cognizant about what I put on social media, um, as far as putting real content, putting not trying to edit my pictures as much or if I do I've seen a lot of people starting to put like the unedited version in their pictures and I think that's very good like to show relatable if you have a big enough platform like if you have a big enough platform or big enough following but also just putting up real things um and different things like that because I do think we are in a in an age of where like we live uh, like, people are like, oh, you live on social media. Like, people are on social media all the time. It's a get past time. Um, but I do think, like, you know, we should re-incorporate some different things on social media. Like, find people who post about doing activities outside of social media. Like, following hobbies. Like, I think that's the one thing I like about TikTok is that, like, I can follow my hobbies. So, like, I am very passionate about baking and podcasting and um crafting I like knitting and things like that I love looking at different types of art and seeing how people create things small business things um you know grad school thing business resume like how to get a res a really good resume all that stuff like those are the types of people I follow I'm sorry y'all I'm in my closet recording um and something fell sorry but you know just like all of that stuff and I think that it's, you know, just following different hobbies and things like that on social media. And it's cool to get your social media, but I've tried. There, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm perfect, and I have not let, like, the number of likes a picture I've gotten, like, got to me. But the thing is, is that, like, for me, if I'm going to be completely honest, like, the only like I look for is if I have a crush on somebody and if they like my picture. Like, if I'm being completely honest with you all. So, yeah, that's sort of my big social media rant. Get off social media. Do some things in the live living color world. And if you and use social media to find things on your hobbies, find a community of people that you can, can connect to. And once the real world opens back up and you can meet large groups of people, gather with the people you meet in a safe way. Make sure they're not serial killers because, you know, true crime buff over here. Murderino. Yes. Um, so... I really should do an episode on, like, why I talk, like, on how I talk about, what? Words are hard. On why I like true crime. That's very random. But you guys are here, because I am random. And you love the show. Okay. Anyway. Um.
Um, so Twitter fleets, Instagram updates, social dilemma, all that jazz. Look it up if you um, like different sorts of documentaries and things like that. Please watch it. It is very. It was very well done from the clips I have seen, but as a whole, yeah. But there's also been a lot of like articles and things written about the social dilemma. So. Yes. Anyway, and if you guys have any commentary to, like for me about the social dilemma and things like that, shoot it my way. Send me a DM. Follow me on Instagram at I am dot B R E A N A M. And then also you can follow the podcast at the Sunfire Chronicles dot pod. Okay. What's next? Netflix has a new Christmas movie called Jingle Jangle, and it is a predominantly black cast, like major character. Like I'm pretty sure all of the main characters are and I am so excited I've heard nothing but rave reviews about it Netflix did what they had to do for a Christmas film with black people in it in the song by Usher uh, it's like a trend on TikTok but a lot of people have been doing it duetting it and singing it um, and I just think that's great like really really great like I'm not saying that in a sarcastic way but like I think that's like you know the holidays feel weird right now so having a really good Christmas movie come out with a predominantly black cast is awesome so uh, big ups to jingle jangle i have not watched it yet but i probably will watch it um and then let's see okay so i know i we have to talk about it but i'm only gonna try to talk about it for a little bit because like the main point of it is not even the thing so if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about the election woot woot it amazing i feel so relieved after the election i'm sorry y'all that that noise keeps happening sorry nothing's wrong with your car nothing's wrong with your phone it's me in brie recording but um the election won joe biden won i'm so relieved um i'm relieved in the fact that hopefully he will bring back common sense to the world and to politics, but of course the Trumpies are mad and different and just so much, it's just so much crap. They're very much the attack ads are still going on in Georgia because um, there's a runoff between Kelly Leffler and Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff and David Perdue. So if you are in the state of Georgia, please, 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 please go vote. If you are going to be 18 by the time of the election in January of the runoff, I think it's January 5th, um, please go vote. Register to get your absentee ballot, or if you're going to vote in person, go when early voting for that opens. Please stay safe, wear a mask, wear a face shield, double gloves, do what you have to, vote. We do not need Kelly Leffler. She is literally a sexist, misogynistic troll, um, and she is annoying as well as we do not need David Perdue. Again, I can't, not it. Not it at all. So, please, um, go vote. Do what you have to do. But I'm happy about the election. Um, you know, the thing I've seen from the election is a lot of, like, Trumpies being like, um, they're like, oh, you don't see us burning down cities and you don't see us uh, looting stores and things like that. And I was like, how how dare you compare Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, literally the statement of the movement of people saying that black people should have equality and their lives should be recognized in every single 
that's it y'all I am so sorry about these noises I'm so sorry <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry so sorry um but you you know people should have like what like the audacity the audacity of people trying to compare black lives matter to um to like Donald Trump 45 losing like the election is not the same and people are like we are just going back and doing our jobs and doing our due diligence and da 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 I'm like bro Y'all are mad. Y'all are mad over what? About what? And y'all act like he is the greatest president since sliced bread. And he's not. He literally he literally had not good policies and different things like that. I'm not a politico. Um, but, you know, like he was an awful person. Like, I'm call just calling a spade a spade. He was an awful person. And people are, are like, oh, but you don't see us burning down cities and things like that. I was like... Well, one, because y'all like y'all stuff too much. Y'all aren't going to do it. And then two, it's not the same, nor will it ever be the same, of 45, the Cheeto, Frito, colored fascists losing an election to black people losing their lives on camera in the streets because of slavery during the civil rights movement and just for 400 years in this country. It will never be the same. And... I don't know what it's going to take for racist people to understand that. Um, I don't know if they'll ever understand that because their brains um, just don't comprehend intelligence that well. So, yeah. Um, but off of the other things of this election, I'm going to hop onto a different soapbox. So, Eva Longoria um, did an interview with MSNBC on let's see sun on a Sunday a near uh let's see on a Sunday near November 11th so let's see I think she did it let me see the month so I think Sunday November 8th is when she did this interview with MSNBC and she credited um, Joe Biden's victory to Latinas and she said women of color showing showed up in big ways she told the host I'm quoting this from Refinery29 um, and uh, one of their articles I think it's from Somos um, on Refinery29 so I'll link it in the metadata so you guys can check it out but she credited women of color and uh, showed up in big ways. Of course, you saw that in Georgia, black, what black women have done, but Latina women were the real heroines here, beating men in a turnout in every state, voting for Biden, Harris, at an average rate of three to one. So, after she said that, <laughs> oh, baby, baby girl, the, the peeps were mad. The folks were mad. I was mad. I was pissed. Because it's continued erasure of black women. Like, like, uh, what's, what's her face? Uh, what's her face? Gina Rodriguez. Like her dusty, crusty self. <laughs> like, lump them together. How dare you? 
and further on in the article, it talks about how she later said that like her, her comment was misconstrued and she deeply regrets it, yada, yada. Even then, the rhetoric and the language of which you wanted to say your statement should have not been said that way. You should have said in the, I feel that she should have said in the Latina, in the Latina community, uh, we, um, women showed up more than men in the ratio. Black women made this election. And for my community in particular, Latina women helped bring it up something along the lines of giving credit where credit is due because black women showed up and showed out every single like we do what we do have you not heard of stacy abrams like hello the queen the queen amazing i've met her i met her this past february in selma um at the anniversary ceremony of bloody sunday i also met joe biden and kamala harris there um so, yeah, but it was just, ah, just, oh, she, it's not it. And it just goes to the constant erasure of black women. And what I mean by erasure is that black women's presence, when, especially when it's been vital to situations, have been continually moved. If you look at the voices of so many movement, black women have been at the forefront. Let's take the LGBTQIA movement, for example. Uh, Miss Marsha did what she had to do. She was a black trans woman. Stood up for gay rights. For not just gay rights, but she stood up for LGBTQ. Right. Um, Black Lives Matter, black women at the forefront and so many other movements in this nation currently, like recent in recent history, black women have been at the forefront. This country, I continue, I say this so much and I don't know if I've said it here, but this country was was birthed by black women and built on the backs of black men. Black women, you owe a lot to black women, whether you know it or not. And our erasure is not deserved. We deserve to be in every single conversation. We deserve to be in every single room. We deserve to have a seat at the table and most of the time at the head of the table. There are black women who offer so much to so many things. And our constant erasure is annoying. It's annoying. Like, dude, did you not, have you not, are you, are you okay? Like, like, the erasure of black women has got to stop. You're not, you have not heard it here first because so many other black women before me have said it. Like, it has to stop. It has to stop. Please, please. Give black women credit where credit is due. In situations like this. And I'm not saying, you know, give black women credit. But just give black women credit where credit is due. Like with the example, when she was talking, she should have given credit to the black women that stepped up and did what they had to do in every single election. Like Stacey Abrams. So many black women came out and voted. So many, if me personally, and a lot of like the voter registration drives and movements over the past few months, the only volunteers I know were black women. 
no discredit to black men, to other women, other people out there, other non-binary folks out there. But the people that I saw leading the charge were black women. So Miss Longoria, because I know you're a fan, sis. Just kidding. But give credit where credit is due. That's it. That's all we ask. That's literally all we ask. The crazy thing is, is people look at black people like we are just asking for the moon and the stars. We deserve the moon and the stars. But at the moment, we're asking for for you to hear us, for you to take us seriously. Because we've given so much to so many conversations and so many physical and tangible things as well. So that was my soapbox for Miss Longoria. Like I said, the article from Refinery29 Somos will be um, in the metadata. So if you want to read the rest of the article, um, click on it. It sounds way more eloquent than I have made it. Uh, But mm, yes. Okay. Let's, uh, what's next? The holidays. So, yes, the holidays are coming up. Please be careful, y'all. If you're a college student, please get your exit COVID exams. If I know people are sick of having to get that thing shoved up their nose, sick of having to get blood. I know getting tested for things is just annoying. But please do it, especially if you have immunosuppressed people in your life or if you just want to be a decent human being and take care of the people around you. Get an exit exam, wear your mask, do what you need to do. States are starting to lock down again, like Michigan. Michigan locked down today, November 18th. So please, 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 please be careful. Um, Do not stockpile by one of what you need because stockpiling is what gets us in the shortages. You think you are saving up and doing the right thing. You're not by one of what you need. If you were a stockpiler and you bought 20 things, do not go sell it on eBay. Give it to people who you know did not get it. Be kind. This is the year where be kind should just, everyone should learn that. So, yes, the holidays are coming. Please be safe. And for people, I know the holidays can be trying times for so many people, um, whether it's family issues, different things like that. But I am hoping that everyone has a safe holiday and... Um, yeah, just be safe, find some people that you can go to with. If you can't go to family, go to friends, if you don't have any friends, find somebody that you can spend a nice warm holiday with and look up to see what you can do to find holiday meals. If you're stuck, I don't know if people are allowed to stay on campus. I'm pretty sure you are. There are uh, people who are allowed to stay on campus, but check resources around you for holiday things also please give back this holiday season like please homeless people did not just go away because there was a pandemic please 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 do something nice whether it is donating money if it's donating food donating socks um i in my personal life i want to do this is something I also commend you guys to do or not commend but recommend you guys do is create blessing black bre- blessing bags if you guys um don't know what they are but they're just essentially bags that have toiletries so you can do like menstrual products you can do hygiene products like um what's it called 
<laughs> deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste. Um, you can do, you know, um, give some socks, give some non-perishable foods and, you know, two bottles of mini water and put it in a Ziploc bag and just keep it in your car with you. Um, and the way I divide it up is I divide it in between a menstruation bag and then a knot. So for people who have vaginas and need menstruation products, you have it there. Um, so yes, please be safe. I know some people in their blessing bags, they put condoms, um, in there. Um, feel free to do that. If you are familiar with the homeless population in your area, look up with what they need and, um, at local homeless shelters, or sometimes people will just post like, Hey, this is what they need. But most of the time, because temperatures are finally starting to drop and they do get colder at night, your body temperature does naturally drop at night as well. Socks are a big thing. Socks, socks, socks are a really big thing. Um, so please donate, do a blessing bag. Keep them in your car. You can do you have five blessing bags, 10, 20, no matter where you are, no matter the homeless population. I know in the places that I frequent a lot. So that's like Atlanta. Um, sorry, y'all, with hitting my hand on the hanger. So much noise. I'm so sorry. Um, but I frequent Atlanta a lot because my doctors are there. Um, and I go to Athens a lot to visit my aunt. And there is a homeless population there. And then I also just see homeless people in my town. Um, so yeah. So please do something nice for other people. Be kind during the holiday season. And as always, please, please, please be safe. Um, and then also just some random things and get social. I don't know if you guys saw Zendaya's photo shoots that she's been doing. I think she did one for Vogue as well as she just did one. I cannot remember who it's with, but Zendaya is killing the game. Like the pictures of her with the braids and she does a little kick. Oh, baby, what? I want that as a print. Like I want it hanging up in my room. Zendaya is great and I cannot wait for more euphoria. So, yes. Um, also, who else did a really good cover? Beyonce did a really good cover of Vogue. I think British Vogue as well as, um... Ingrid Silva from Dance Theater of Harlem. She was on Vogue Brazil, and she was, I think, one of the first black women in black ballerinas on the cover of Vogue Brazil. So please check them out as well. Um, and she's pregnant, and her cover is beautiful, beautiful. It was literally just her in her point shoes and just her body. It was great. Super, super great. Um, and then also Billboard Women in Music is coming up soon. Um, so I was just looking at the nominees, and I think it is amazing. So I'm just going to read you guys some, give you guys my hot take on them. A lot of the people that are nominated, I don't disagree. Um, so the women, so the 2020 Woman of the Year honoree is Miss Cardi B, Miss Belkaliz Almazar, yay yay, and then J, then J Lo will receive the Icon Award of 2020, which is amazing. Miss Dolly Parton will receive Hit Make the Hitmaker Award, which we love Dolly. I mean, we, I, I mean, I love Dolly. Nine to five, great movie. Still Magnolia, classic. Jolene, me and my mom 
are hilarious. So I have like a country playlist of music. I think I've talked about this before, but it literally has maybe like 30 songs on it. It's literally the only 30 songs I listen to in country music. And um, Dolly is on there. She's featured. I love it. I love her spunkiness. And I also love that she said, of course, Black Lives Matter. What do you <laughs> like? Why do you think our, only our white behinds do? Something to that effect. And I was like, yes, ma'am. This is why we stand. And also she was uh, Hannah Montana, Miley Stewart's godmom. And I think she, that's for real in real life too. Um, so we stand Dolly. Um, Dua Lipa will be honored as a powerhouse. She's been killing the game. I have to admit. Um, levitation, all that stuff. Chloe and Hallie will be honored with the Rising Star Award. Um, and I'm so excited. I'm ready for them to be able to perform on main stages. Like they do not deserve to be on side stages anymore. They are a main event. They are powerhouse singers, literally powerhouse singers, performers. Amazing. I want, I'm ready for them to get their flowers. Yes. Ungodly hour. Oh, about, about whole album. Amazing. Chef's kids. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Amazing other things. Ooh, it will be hosted by Tiana Taylor. Oh, she just had a baby. Um, and amazing things. Oh, uh, the trouble is my between the hashtag. The show must be paused. Um, so please go check this out on Billboard. I don't know when the actual oh Thursday, December tenth, um, is when it will be, and. This is super great. So, yes. Also, um, yeah, that was it. So, we're going to move on to 8-Track. Um, also, I guess, and get social, I should talk about, I have a website. It is not up yet. Um, I have some technical difficulties. I'm still trying to figure out how I want the final interface to look for some things. But I do have a website, so I will be talking about some, I will be, you know, diving into a little bit more of the topics that I talk about on the show. Um, as well as it'll be a place where you can find all of the show things and different things like that. I'll be posting some cool beauty things as well as that. And then things to look forward to in the new year. Um, Patreon. I'm getting a Patreon. I'm so excited. Um, I'm getting a Patreon. There will be some new things on there. There will be a show, a new show on my Patreon, which is so excited and exciting. And it will be featuring my aunt. There will also be some cool events, some cool collabs coming in 2020. And above all else, I know that everyone is strapped for cast in the moment. So the Patreon prices will be affordable because a lot of the Patreons I follow, um, I mean, I only follow like two, but like the Patreons I follow, um, they are affordable. So I want to give you guys awesome things, some awesome, cool, extra things on Patreon. Um, and it just does help as a, if you are a creator, you know, that, you know, self-financing is good for a while and then whatever income you can get, but having just, whether it's a constant flow or just a little bit. It is nice. Also, on the website, there will be a fun surprise. I'm still not going to tell you what the surprise is, but I'm super, super, duper, duper excited about it. So, yes, website coming, Patreon coming, as well as YouTube coming. There will be video of me recording the podcast, which I'm super excited about, as well as I'm going to be doing some little vlogs, um, some 
you know, just some things like that, whatever content. I feel like baking videos, I love to bake, um, things like that. So be looking forward. Lots of new things coming. So, yes, 8-track. What am I listening to? So at the moment, I am listening to um, Ariana Grande's new album. She did it. And, you know, I was not, like, an Ariana Grande fan. Not to say that, like, I didn't. Like, her music is good. She's a good singer. Um, But... You know, her new album is very good. It has some bops. Positions, great. Um, Billie Eilish, also 34 plus 35 is really good. The music video, the splits, yes, ma'am. Um, Billie Eilish, um, I think Therefore I Am, it's a really good song. It's a really good bop. I do like Billie Eilish. I like um, the way that she sounds. And, yes, also, that was a one thing I did want to talk about and I never got to mention, but I will probably bring it up in maybe later on in the show. Um, but there was a video, like she finally turned 18 and there was a video of her like in just a tank top and things like that and walking around and it was just a lot there. Um, a lot of people actually did write about it and it's like her body being praised and scrutinized and things like that. But I was like, you guys like, it just, it just makes no sense. But anyway, um, yes, so Billie Eilish's new song. And then the queen, the girl, the gal with the good knees, Miss Megan, Megan D. Stallion, is coming up with a new album. I think it's her debut album, I want to say. So excited. So excited. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say it's her debut album. I don't want to misspeak, but she is coming out with a new album soon. I am so excited. I'm so excited for Meg for good things that are coming to her. And I just want the best for her and all of the good things. So that's pretty much it. Um, even though Meg's new album isn't coming out, I did just want to mention it in eight track. Cause I feel like that was the best place to do it. Um, so yes, let's move on to seat of the week. Hey guys, so this is another commercial break. I have no sponsors yet, but please share uh, the podcast, like the podcast. Um, When you guys subscribe and comment and rate on um, iTunes, that moves me up in the iTunes charts. That helps me get charted. Um, so that way I can get sponsors and bring you guys some awesome content and different things like that. But, um, this is another commercial just telling you guys, please go follow the podcast. Um, search the Sunflower Chronicles on all major, um, well, I don't want to say all major streaming things, but, um, sounds very professional commercial, but please go find me on Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, and Yeah. I would greatly appreciate it if you did. And um, what else? Follow me on Instagram, as always, at iam.brianna, B-R-E-A-N-A-M, as well as follow me, um, follow the podcast on Instagram at thesunflowerchronicles.pod, and follow me on TikTok at briash98. It is just going to be some shenanigans and fun things over on TikTok, but I would love if you guys follow me there. Also, please, 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 um, email me, email me at pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com. 
gmail.com for whatever you guys want to hear about. If you guys have a topic suggestion, if you guys um, have some advice you would like my take on, anything like that, please shoot me an email. Again, it is pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. And as always, stay sunny. Now back to the show. What's up, guys? Now we are on to the seed of the week. And the seed of the week is just a whole bunch of random stuff. Nothing too spectacular. Um, but yeah, so um, I was talking about earlier, um, I was talking about TikTok, but I do want to mention this thing. So um, if you guys don't know, I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and I... With having it, I did kind of feel alone because I didn't know a lot of people that had it or were like fully diagnosed and have really felt the ramifications of polycystic ovarian syndrome. But um, I did find this lady on TikTok. I found a, a lot of people actually on TikTok who specialize in uh, PCOS and specialize in hormonal disorders and different things like that. And it was very nice to feel validated by a community of people who understand your disease and understand the nuances of it. And then also who have it as well as there is a creator on TikTok. She is a Nigerian, um, gal and I can't remember her name. It starts with a T, but she has PCOS as well. And it's just, awesome to see people of like you find a community of people who can relate to you especially when it comes to things medically and as things as um jarring as PCOS so some of the major side effects of PCOS is infertility so like I'm 22 so I'm not planning on having a kid anytime soon you have to have a partner for that and I'm single as a Pringle but (laughs) um not necessarily you have to have a partner for that but anyway uh, I'm not having a baby anytime soon, but with having Picos, it does make me nervous to have children because, and it just makes me nervous about dating because telling somebody, Hey, I have this disease that like alters, um, my ovaries. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get pregnant. So we're just going to have to try a lot. Um, and yeah, so finding a community of people who can understand that is, it's very comforting. And like, I found out I was diagnosed when I was 19 and I was diagnosed when I was in college. And when I found that out, I was super sad. And the biggest advice I got from my gynecologist was lose weight and you'll be fine. <laughs> While well, losing weight with Picos is not easy. It is not easy at all because your body reacts to different things. And so that's why nutrition is so important. And the mental health side effects of PCOS is a lot as well. So, like, with, um, I had a water bottle when I came in here. The heck? Um, ow. Okay, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But, you know, nutrition is so important and mental health is important with, um, Picos because some of the side effects are anxiety and depression. So as a person, I already, I have like general anxiety, been diagnosed, all that jazz, but then also having a disorder where that's also a side effect. It's kind of like, <laughs> can I go over oh, three? Um, so yeah, 
it's a lot, but finding a community of people who understand what you're going through, it's really great. Um, and I've been more empowered from those people to talk about my Pico's journey because while there is a lot of people, um, I haven't seen a lot of women of color yet. That's also, um, you know, I probably had to do some more scrolling and different things like that and finding the people, the women of color. But I do think it's important for us to share our stories, especially when it comes to things in the medical field, because, um, black people and black women in medicine just don't have a good relationship. And I do believe there's power in medicine. God gave us doctors for a reason. The universe gave us doctors for a reason. Doctors are here for a reason. So, you know, there's there are ways to help us, but when the medical field does not take the time to hear your stories, you kind of have to hear them for yourselves. And there's so many stories of women not being heard and then the worst thing possible happens to them. And it's like, do those doctors feel remorse? And I hope that they do feel remorse, but also they need to learn from that and tell their other colleagues, listen to black women when they come in listen to me, hear my story, hear what I'm going through, hear my pain, because it is not just, oh, you're fine, because there's a stereotypical black women are strong, and then that just gets breezed into every single thing else. I Black, black women want another adjective aside from being strong. We already know. We know we, we are the business, but black women are tired of being strong, we want people to hold our capes. We want people to see us other than just one adjective. Like, and, you know, that's just a lot. But it's amazing to find a community of people um, with Picos. And then also... What else has been going on in my life? Job hunting. So finding a job is hard in the Rona. So I have been applying to a lot of places and I applied to three jobs, three different jobs through one company. Um, and I got rejected from all three. <laughs> so that feels really good. Um, no, but the thing about it is in their emails from the recruiting officer, they said, do not be discouraged. Like try again. Like, come back, apply, da-da-da-da. So I was like, okay. So from the job hunt, I kind of looked looked at my resume, looked at my cover letter, and like, okay, maybe it's the format in which I did. And I looked, and I was like, oh, there's so many different things that I um, needed to change to make my cover letter fit. And um, not my cover letter, but my resume and fit. And it's just little aesthetic things. And I do think they're... Um, I do wish we could have some more creative freedom with resumes, but those things matter. Um, but business, um, that also goes in the realm of business professionalism and different things like that. But anyway, finding a job is hard. I am still holding out hope. And so the thing is, is that there are the position, the specific position I am hiring for, there's a lot of place or not hiring for, I'm applying for it. There is a lot of people wanting not wanting, but wanting people to be like, fill that position. So the job is in abundance, but I just want that job specifically. And I was having a conversation with my mom and my mom said, you have to get out of your own way. No matter, no matter in any area of life, you have to get out of your own way. 
And like, I really felt that because it's like you, you give yourself too many excuses for why you don't want to do things or what you're waiting for and different things like that. And it's like, you put so much stuff on hold because you give yourself excuses. You have to get out of your own way sometimes. And so I think that time is slowly approaching, but I am going to revamp my resume and cover letter and apply to different places as well as apply to um, apply to those other jobs. And... Um, and hope for the best. And I was telling my mom, I was just giving her so many different scenarios in my head. And she was like, at what point are you going to get out of your own way? You just have to go for it. You have to, you know, just take a leap. And, um, and I saw, um, a tweet from one of my friends and it's not verbatim, but what she said was so powerful, but she was essentially saying like, if you take the leap and spread your wings, like God will provide the air to go under you. And I was just like, wow. So profound. She's also a poetess. Shout out to Alexis. Um, but yeah, like that's profound. Like you just have to take the leap and just have hope and faith that the air will be provided. And you know, you got it. You can do it. You have to get out of your own way. So yeah, that's how my job hunt is going. Um, And then also, like, you know, just doing self-evaluation. I think a good self-evaluation every now and again is really good. Um, And that's just, like, you know, looking at things like what you're spending too much um, time with. So, like, social media or, like, other different things that, like, aren't necessarily bad, but they're not productive. But also detoxing your mind from the thoughts of you have to be productive all the time. Um, so just, I guess, broadening my horizons with different leisure activities and things like that, other than social media, like I made a blanket, I crocheted a blanket for my grandma, um, last week, different things like that. So, um, and even though a lot of the times when people hear self-evaluation, they think it's like emotional things and like big, like emotional mental health work. And sometimes it is that, but also what self-evaluation can be is just giving yourself a tune-up. Like, everybody got to get an oil change. Like, it's just, it's just time for your oil change to do that. And um, whether that is if you are a person of faith or you're a person of spirituality, just, you know, looking at yourself and, like, getting your body re-tuned, realigned. Um, if it's physical, like, physical health, like, ooh, what are you eating too much of? Ooh, should you, you know, do a little yoga video? Should you stretch a little bit more? Should you drink one green juice a week? Like, you know, different things like that. So, um, I think self-evaluation does not just have to be, like, a big, scary, daunting task, but it can just be little things, like, just to help boost you. And, like, when you make little changes, in certain areas, like you notice an overall change. And, um, I think sometimes we approach life as these big, these big blocks in big moments that we have to conquer. But sometimes life is comprised of little moments that make big things happen. And I think we have to approach ourselves like that. We are not just big, big body systems, you know, that make up one big, Thing I mean, technical like the, that's the technical definition of a human. But aside from that, we are a person made up of so many little things, 
And taking care of those little things are important because when we take care of the little parts of ourselves, like the big picture, the big person, the whole you, your whole self gets taken care of in the long run. So, yeah. Um, what else? I think that's it. Oh, I had to take a tease, the tease test. So I've been talking about that the past few episodes. I finally took it and I passed it. Um, I scored a few points over the average. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, will I take the tease test again? Probably so, but hopefully, um, this score is well enough for me to get into a cohort next summer for the next summer so I'm doing that um I've had to get transcripts and which is so hard and the place I'm applying to um I had to get a transcript from the University of Alabama I had to get a transcript from the community college I took summer classes over because I never got classes transferred over because it was going to be a whole big ordeal and drop GP all just all that stuff so I was just like you know what? I'm just going to keep it separate and then I'm just going to send it to my grad school hope for the best um and then I have to get my high school transcript and so I don't know if it's like this at every high school but with my school system um that I went to high school for there's an online request form that you can fill out but it only has records for up to three years so I graduated high school in 2016 meaning that that was four years ago meaning that I just missed the deadline and I was so mad so I had to call the central office. And I was like, Hey, can I get this into like my town is a very small town. My family members, um, worked like my grandparents worked in the school system. So like a lot of the people who work in central office know my family and do things like that. And so I'm really avoiding having to go in there in person and pick up my high school transcript. But if they don't email me back, I'm going to have to do it. And I'm going to be sad. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, not sad, but it's just going to be awkward. Cause I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, Oh, I'm graduating. Oh, do you have a job? No, I'm unemployed. I've been unemployed for like the whole pandemic, but it's okay. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Wow, that was very real, but very relatable. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's it. Uh, took these test, super excited, hoping, please send me good vibes that I get into this cohort and that I can find shadowing opportunities because it is so hard for anybody applying for medical any sort of medical healthcare related field, you know that a lot of the times you have to have hands-on experience before you even apply for the thing. And because of COVID and because lockdowns are about to get busy like go back in effect it is hard to get shadowing hours and the I had the um admissions call where you actually get the application um to apply for the program and I should do a real I should actually do a story time on this but I'm gonna just break it down a little bit just for a smidgen and then I'll let y'all go but um I sound like a I sound like a pastor when I said that but anyway um Someone mentioned in the chat because it was like a Zoom type deal or it's like a WebEx call, but Zoom essentially. And in the chat, someone was like, what if we don't get the 40 hours because of COVID? And she was like, that's why we extended the deadline. And I was like, lady, that doesn't answer the question. Like, what if we've been trying to get shadowing hours since April, since June? I have sent the same, like multiple places, the same email over and over. I have called over and over and over. Like... (laughs) Hard. It's hard out here for a person trying to get shadowing hours. And so I'm really going to send them, I'm going to send uh, my advisor that I got. I was like, hey, girl. So <laughs> the 
I'm having a, a time trying to get these shadowing hours. And if I don't get them, most of the time, most likely it is because of COVID. And I don't think that it's fair that people cannot get shadowing hours because of COVID. But that's a whole ordeal. But anyway, yeah, that was it. Seed of the week was pretty short. Seed of the week, um, I hope that you guys do take, um, listen to what I said about self-evaluation. That's something that I've, like, learned about recently. Um, And before, like I said, I thought it was, like, this big whole process, like, you had to go through on some sort of journey. But it's really not. It's just taking care of the small parts of yourself so you can have a better, bigger self later on in the end. I hope that made sense. But yeah, that was this week's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. This episode will be going up today um, between one and two o'clock because I'm going to have to edit it real fast. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And um, it has been your girl, Brie. And I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And as always, I hope that you all stay safe and stay sunny. Bye, guys.